A classic indeed, Horace Brown, Things We Do For Love. Oh, A-teamers, I'm sure you're enjoying the music. Judging from the messages you're bringing in, uh, this one is saying, Horace Brown, right there, Nonkululego, calling me with my full name, Gyabonga. It makes me so happy. Things We Do For Amamedi. That's what this A-teamer is saying. True that, my favorite classic. Um, and another one, a very good evening, Mantuli. Great tunes as always. Guess it will be only music until the closet conversation while we still waiting for the saucy, sassy and sultry. <laughs> no, Mam Zizi, no, it's not Norma this evening. It's not Norma. We're going to be joined in the closet conversation by Dr. Miriam Khan, uh, but it's going to be saucy. Trust me. It's going to be sassy. Trust me. So I was saying earlier, we're really, really having challenges to uh, contact um, our guest, Paula Slayer, who's in Russia. It's really a huge challenge. Um, once we get hold of her and then the line drops and there's this and that, However, we will keep on trying to find her another alternative communication means so that we can get that update. What we will do is then uh, go to our next guest, who is and we are going to be speaking about the Copyright Amendment Bill. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's welcome A-Team guest uh, who's always giving us uh, information that is going to help us build our business knowledge, business acumen, and also help us just tap into new ideas and new ventures. Gugule Tujikaba of Amanda Omnoto. He's an entrepreneurial and enterprise development mentor uh, for the organization. He's also an economist. I don't know why he doesn't want us to punt this, but Gugule thank you very much for joining us. Butuam. It's always such a great pleasure. The pleasure is mine, and good evening to you, Manduli, and the team in the studio together with the SAFM listeners. So today we are talking about an amendment bill for the copyrights. Um, before we even get into the bill, perhaps paint the landscape for us as to how things are currently run. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Manduli. Firstly, I must mention this, that uh, as Amanda, I'm not to remember at some point, we spoke about the entrepreneurial ecosystem that we have designed. And in that ecosystem, we have got a lot of uh, entrepreneurs having interest in different sectors of economy. So this is one such sector where some of our entrepreneurs, basically in the audio-video sector, have a very particular interest in terms of how things are happening and how things are run. But most importantly, that which drives the sector, which is law, that currently is the Copyright Amendment Bill, you know, which is which means it is in motion to be uh, sort of like interrogated, given to the the, the, the stakeholders to basically uh, contribute to it. Remember, it's a 1976 very old bill uh, or law rather, which now is being revised. You must recall that in 1976, uh, the, the things had not been they had not improved to an extent that they have improved today. So, meaning, therefore, the act itself is very old and not up to date with digital developments. And then, and therefore, the current legislation seeks to correct that so that it places this act within the, the context of the evolved world and the evolving world when it comes to issues of uh, uh, digital development. And as well, the Copyright Amendment Bill has drafted aimed at reforming and bringing protection uh, up to date with a uh, new development. So this is essentially 
the, the whole thing around this copyright amendment bill. Uh, but obviously, we are talking more on the side of entrepreneurship as we always do in this program. The one thing that I don't want us to miss is the fact that uh, this particular industry, uh, the audiovisual industry, is one that brings in quite a handsome amount, uh, and especially before COVID, into the fiscus. Absolutely, Manduli. It brings quite a lot of money um, into South Africa's environment. Maybe just to uh, look at it basically as an industry overview. Uh, in the pre-COVID, as you are saying, South African sector in this uh, AV industry um, was valued at between 8 and 10 billion rent. And the 3.4 billion uh, came from the FDI, Foreign Direct Investment, which really tells you that there is such a huge interest in South Africa's landscape when it comes to audiovisual. And therefore, this bill itself, you know, uh, many, many people have contributed to what they want to see in it, uh, as in different stakeholders coming from abroad as well as local uh, stakeholders. I mean, uh, we're talking just a few days ago to some of the local stakeholders, as an example, uh, which is your, um, your, your, your sort of like IPFC, uh, just to, to understand exactly what are the issues. And it was very interesting to see that quite a lot of our local stakeholders as well are very concerned with what needs to be done in this bill in order for it to be suited and ensure that it attracts more of the foreign direct investment as well as activate local talent but most importantly ensure that it protects you know uh, uh, the creatives in, in in the country you know the thing i love so much about this industry never mind the fact that uh, we we are part of it but is the fact that there's a lot of jobs that are created and obviously we are looking at uh, pre-COVID times, um, too many jobs are created from this particular industry. And a lot of the people who work in the industry, or majority of them, are people who are under the age of 35. And that's the youth that is currently uh, having the highest number of unemployment. So how can we make sure with this amendment bill that this particular sector is revived? Definitely, um, Manjuli. I think what you've said is very important right now for South Africa, I mean, with the known thing of death now, uh, you know, being told of almost 70% uh, youth unemployment, we're really sitting on a on a ticking time bomb in South Africa. We have got serious challenges of unemployment, and and yet we have this bill, which is uh, which if it's done properly, will ensure that it attracts even more, uh, uh, you know, of young people of generally. Uh, the, the, the sort of like employees, as it were, in, in, into it. I mean, we're sitting currently with the uh, the, the labor-intensive uh, uh, jobs of up to 60,000 uh, uh, full-time, which this type, type of an industry has created over the years. And as you've said, 65% of this workforce is under the age of 35. And uh, you can almost see that this uh, uh, sort of like bill done correctly will be able to help achieve the 2030 National Development Plan's goals. I mean, you remember today we've had the fourth um, investor conference today with the president uh, opening it, and many of these stakeholders coming on board uh, to really pledging their support to the South African economy, which is reeling.
from a, a lot of things, including the, the, the pandemic that we kind of coming out of, which is COVID-19, and many of these things that are really making uh, our economic environment uh, very heavy, as it were, in terms of absorbing people who need to be employed. So this is why this is so, so important for us, uh, for Africa at the moment, that as a, as a sector, uh, it, it is important that we, we have first this understanding um, you know, that there are opportunities in it and there is a whole value chain that is associated with this sector because uh, it, it, this comes from many uh, creatives and who come uh, with different ideas and people who write books and people who write scripts and people who do all sorts of things in this sector. And therefore, if all is done properly, there will definitely be so much that can be achieved when it comes to issues of increasing the employment. A-teamers, we are in a discussion with uh, Gugule Tujik of Amandla Omnoto talking about an industry that employs quite a lot of people and an industry that I think keeps us informed and entertained, audiovisual industry, but there has been uh, the Copyright Amendment Bill, which uh, is set to to protect performers and also um, those within the industry. And we, we're finding out more. If you've got questions, please do Call in on 011-714-2006 or you can even send us an SMS on 41391. WhatsApps go to 614 Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. We are talking uh, with um, entrepreneur mentor and uh, enterprise development mentor Guguletu G. Klaba of Amandla Omnoto around the Copyrights Amendment Bill. So, Gugu, this bill, maybe outline it for us so that we understand in simple terms how does it translate to the individual uh, performer, individual person or entrepreneur within the audiovisual industry? But I'll, I'll, I'll sort of approach it from, uh, for instance, the industry value chain, wherein you you have producers right through to the cast, the crew, the artisans, and all sorts of unskilled workers uh, for whom this sector provides so much work. So if you if you if you look at it, it's really a very rich uh, sector when it comes to its entire value chain. And as to how it can really help impact, uh, you know, the South African uh, creators and the entire landscape. Um, we were just a few weeks ago inviting quite a lot of people who are experts uh, on, in terms of the, you know, the copyright law, and as well as uh, people who are sort of like assisting others to know how to put up a book. Because you must remember, Mantidi, that um, some of these books, for instance, that people write. Eventually, they translate into being movies, um, as well as some plays and all sorts of things that uh, people end up watching on screen. And that alone should tell you and demonstrate to the listener that this is such a a very wide sector, which requires that your the, the people who are producers, the people who are authors, the people who uh, put up such uh, you know articles and scripts should have their work protected uh, and ensure that uh, uh, they, they get the law must ensure that they get what is due to them in terms of for instance revenue so that's that's essentially how this whole uh, you know value chain works out mm, mm. 
And and how do then the people within the industry enforce it? Because sometimes knowledge is not really there to enforce a bill, although it's in existence. Yeah. Uh, remember, there the, is the a number of uh, stakeholders who have contributed towards this bill because it's not yet finalized as it were. Mm. Um, and and, and uh, as, as, as far as I know, there is now going to be the next phase. I think it's an open parliamentary process right now where uh, through the National Council of Provinces, it's going to move to provinces where provinces should then be able to start uh, commenting on this bill with uh, understanding that, uh, you know, they, they got to, op- to sort of like learn to protect their uh, uh, IP as, as, as people who are creators. Um, when I'm talking about that, there's just a, a, a typical example which I think you would remember very well of the Vuvuzelas, you know. That that alone is IP of the Afana Bufana as to who registers that name and who does that name belong to so that when it is used commercially, that person should be able to, to derive some revenue from it. And of people writing books, but at Amandla Minoj, obviously, as you know, we, we try and educate people towards knowing their rights and responsibilities and as far as issues like these are concerned because everything eventually uh, boils down to brands and sense to the economy and in terms of what are you then deriving out of that if that is your intellectual property is it protected and are you able to get uh, money uh, from it and if, if, if people are coming from abroad for instance we've seen some of the international outfits today it's public knowledge now they've committed their themselves to say they want to invest but i am sure that they too are looking at this bill like a hawk because they want to make sure it's a bill that fits that is fit for purpose for them to bring in the necessary investment into the country Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's always good to look at um, the international landscape as well. Globally, what has been happening in this industry? Because I know we, we take leaves from your likes of Hollywood in the USA, and we also want to make sure that this industry in South Africa is lucrative. That makes me do Globally, things have been really, uh, I mean, there's so much that's happening across the globe when you just study and look at the trends as, as to how the bill, their, their own equivalent, bill equivalents are, are, are sort of playing out. But when you're talking on the economic front, for instance, in, 19, in 2020, 2019, 2020, until lockdown, the, 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 the sort of like the money that uh, is in this sector, the AV sector, reached a global high of $177 billion, and that thereby creating 14 million jobs globally. But as, as of uh, last year, when the lockdown started easing just globally, this uh, uh, industry exploded to well over 220 billion US dollars. That really shows that the, the, the growth of this sector was truly, truly unprecedented. And there is therefore an opportunity for South Africa uh, to care for itself a, a, a sort of like slice in this uh, uh, economic environment. Uh, obviously through this bill. And as you know, South Africa is well-positioned continentally. So uh, if anything happens here in South Africa, it tends to really become a benchmark for what will be happening right across the continent. So it's an industry that is really growing massively. 
And how can entrepreneurs tap into this industry? Because at most times we feel it's just for creatives and we don't uh, see the entrepreneurial side of it. Yeah, I, I think entrepreneurs need to uh, be wide awake. You know, they need to be woke now when it comes to uh, such things. And um, if I were to generally just highlight what is always my uh, observation in South Africa, especially for people that we mostly represent, some of us, uh, that it's not just about voting uh, once after every five years, but rather it's about being aware of these bills because they have such a huge bearing uh, in terms of how uh, our lives work out. Because if, 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 if people don't come on, uh, forward and comment and even be educated about what this means, I'm, I mean, I'm not expecting the sales, but I've, I've, had, I've made a point that I get many of those people I expect to educate me, educate us about what's happening in this space so that we can be able to channel people properly around things that are so crucial because many, many people in North Africa are so creative but their creativity uh, may amount to naught if they do not get uh, educated about this. So we run these types of uh, virtual seminars as well to, to keep ed- educating people about such bills. So how do people get in touch with Amandla Womnoto um, to get more information and on the seminars that you constantly hold? As we normally do uh, monthly, uh, we are available on our Facebook page, which is Amanda Omnoto uh, Facebook page. Um, they can always email me on Google it at Adam or Pix.coza or WhatsApp number or at we, we actually in the past, for the past two years, have been running seminars, virtual seminars, where we are sort of like drumming with this message of such a bill as an example and getting experts to come and educate people. Next week we'll be running the same and going forward just to make sure that before it becomes law, people have contributed, especially in different provinces across the country. Thank you very much uh, for joining us once again, Kukuletu, and uh, uh, good, uh, Godspeed for uh, the seminars that you're having in the upcoming week. Thank you.